see the crucible or did you read the play child the crucible was this cool play and the movie starred winona Ryder. i love her and they dealt with the situation in like Winston-Salem, um, the Salem witch trials. It was set during that time. And there was a farmer or something, a blacksmith. I don't know. This man named John Proctor. And John Proctor had a light infraction child. Maybe not light or slight. A little infraction where he had an affair with one of the handmaids that was coming to his home. His wife finds about it and so does the rest of the town. And in order for John to make amends for his crimes. He is urged by the priest of the town to write his name on the door of the church to let everybody know that he was a sinner and that he was, you know, changing or whatever. And John Proctor's character in The Crucible famously has a line where he's saying that he will not do this and when asked why he will not put his name on that church for the whole town to point and make fun and laugh and call him a sinner. He's famously in the place says, because it is my name, because I will never have another one in this lifetime, indicating that I am not my mistakes and I will not have you nail my name to my mistakes so that I must sit around and carry that thing for the rest of my life. Because, baby, how am I supposed to change? I'm actually going to go ahead and forget them thing that 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 held me back. Forget about what wasn't good for me. And I'm going to press on. I'm going I'm to run on and see what the end going to be. Because it is my name. Don't tie it to no bojunk. Y'all already know, it's the Be Myself and I podcast with the inimitable, original, the unmesswittable BB. And I don't have time to sit around here arguing with y'all, so go ahead and drop my beat. Oh. I saw a post online that said... It's Sagittarius world, baby. Y'all just live in it. <laughs> and ain't it the truth? It's Sagittarius season, and that's my favorite zodiac sign because that's my sign, child. That's my sign sign. I am a Sagittarius through and through. So let me take a moment to wish a couple other Sagittarius. Oh, Sagittarius, I never know how you say that. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sandra Jenkins from Charleston, South Carolina. Her birthday is coming up on November 29th. What's up, Sagittarius, baby? Happy birthday, Alicia Washington. And we have some celebrity Sagittarius birthdays for today, Monday, November 29th. Those birthdays are Jaleel White, who turned 47, Robin Givens turned 59, and one of my favorites, Bill Nye, turned 68. Y'all remember sitting in them classes in middle school, elementary school, and it was a slow day. It might have been a Friday afternoon. And, 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 and if you've been a child like me, born in the late 80s and the 90s, made me, child, you remember when they would wheel that, that, that television set with the big back out on that little cart and when your science teacher knew that you already knew you just waited for the bill not the science guy bill 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 
built. Child, we used to be in there jacking to that Bill Nye. So that man turned 68 today. And man, wish Bill Nye a happy birthday on his Twitter wax or whatever they calling him or something. Because we all know he colored our childhood, at least those of us who, who went like a school a little bit. <laughs> and some of us who didn't. That's what made Bill Nye the science guy, the television show, so cool. It engaged everybody, the little brainiacs like me and the cut-ups in the back like everybody else, like y'all. <laughs> anyway, happy birthday. Hey, I need to tell you something. I need to tell you something. Happy birthday, love, BB. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> One thing about me, I'm a bubbly, bouncing, buzzing bumblebee, but I still got my stinger. <laughs> What's going on in Bees World? It's Bees World with BB. Getting here, let's talk. My son and I saw The Wiz at Fox Theater in Atlanta, Peachtree Street. Don't play with us. Get like me. I saw The Wiz. And it was so good. I actually was in the room with this rising star, little Nichelle Lewis child, in the room. And if you don't know, The Wiz is doing a tour for the first time in over 40 years. They started out in Baltimore, Maryland. And this is the first showing on Broadway in since for 40 years is what I'm trying to say. And now they came to Atlanta and they did like three nights in Atlanta. When I tell you this show is amazing, the lights, the colors, the voices, child, they handpicked these wonderful, wonderful stars. And I got to see them on another uh, podcaster show, actually on Tamron Hall and all of the players for them, it's a rags to riches story. It was just beautiful, awe inspiring, inspiring, motivational, like it was an amazing show. Wicked Witch sang as she melted, child. And it was just, oh, child, it was something. It was something. I melted. Okay? That's how you melt. That, that, that's how you melt. Like, everybody just sang and it went, it just went beautifully. This was not just my first time seeing a Broadway show. It was also my first time actually seeing The Wiz. I didn't even hear of The Wiz until I was randomly chatting one day with a childhood friend of mine. And she said something about The Wiz and I was like, what's that? And she's like, it's like the Black Wizard of Oz. And I'm just like, what? Because I understand this. I love The Wizard of Oz. I definitely saw The Wizard of Oz coming up. See, my family, we had... Um, VHS tapes and a lot of our family we were like really into VHSs so any family member house you went to you probably got a very good collection of VHSs and we love this all so much I saw the Wizard of Oz I a lot of family members had that one child but boy oh boy can I talk about the Wiz forever this production was great Deborah Cox plays Glenda yes Mrs how did you get here herself and that last number, that dress she wore, I almost described it, but I don't want to describe it, child, but leave something to the imagination. But y'all know at the end of the Wizard of Oz, Glenda got on a dress. And let me tell you, the Wizards, 2023 to 2024, Glenda, baby got on a dress. Um, you have 
Melody Betts. That's actually the woman that plays on Am and Erlene. You have Kyle Raymond Freeman. He plays the cowardly lion. And oh my God, he's finished. He is just hilarious. His lines are great. The cowardly lion is wearing, he's got hair, okay? He's got hair. And and it's really funny how they play on that. At one moment, the coward, the cowardly lion, even mentions name uh, mentions not ruining his curl pattern, and it is hilarious because they took the whiz from fifty years ago and they redid it and made it a little bit more modern and added in those contemporary, you know, um, references and allusions to the story, and it was phenomenal i just have to say that y'all know when i was done with the show i got on instagram and started following half of the cast right and it was so inspiring for me there too because when i did that and i've done this a time or two i found that these people ain't no you know what i'm saying not saying that they aren't special because they are special but they ain't so crazy special where what they're doing is something that i can't do that you can't do should you aspire to do it Seeing the Wiz was just a huge groundbreaking experience for me. And I can see myself back at Fox Theater soon, soon. Like may buy my tickets for the next Hamilton showing today. I'll see about it. Child, you also have this actor that plays the Tin Man. His name is Philip Johnson Richardson. And then Avery Wilson plays the Scarecrow. Got to tell you, Avery Wilson was great the scarecrow's curls character you gotta thank from the original whiz he is following and modeling after michael jackson child that boy tore that role up the whiz was amazing and then they had over a dozen in the ensemble todd and candy burst tucker Okay, I don't know how to, I think they both keeping their names. But Todd and Candy Child are producers on The Wiz. They worked on the Maryland show. This is a really big deal. These actors are making history and it is so exciting and just inspiring in itself just to have been a part of this. I went to the Saturday night showing right here in Atlanta. I think it was the 19th and they did their final show yesterday and i went to check because i've been trying to send some people to that show child it was so good it moved me and my boy so much on saturday so i was trying to send people to the show and i went and checked back sold out sold out listen the way michelle lewis is singing the way melody Beats sang i met listen it's gonna be sold out so uh, that's what it is but if you get a chance look it up check out the Wiz on Broadway, and it's a pre-Broadway show. I know they're going to Chicago. I know they got some stops to make in January, but they are on tour, and you might be able to catch them in a different city, different town, different state. Hell, I might follow them so I could see it again. It was great. So I hope they get a movie. I know they're getting a movie. I ain't even about to play with them. When y'all done with this, let's get that movie in like two, three years. I want that movie. And the way things go in this lifetime, it shouldn't take y'all no two, three years to get that movie together. Y'all done did the play. Get that movie blocked out. Get that script out. Get that movie. Because I will be watching that. And I can't wait to see these rising stars go wherever they're going. I love to watch talent and God work. 
when you got talent, God-given talent, child, God wants to use that thing. And I love watching how he uses it in all kinds of people. And I know he's going to use it. He is using the talents of these women. So I'm not going to tell you too much more of their stories because I was tempted to say hello this and to say hello that. But I will give you one more little sparkling detail. Wayne Brady is actually going to be, or it's been rumored, maybe, I heard through the grapevine child, Wayne Brady is going to be the Tin Man for the actual Broadway show. Because remember, this is the pre-Broadway show, and them boys saying Wayne Brady got the Broadway show. So that's exciting. Um, This is a big deal. So I hope you get a chance to see it, and God bless you. Let's move on. On Be Myself and I, we like to drop nuggets. A nugget is a little something you could use, a little word, a little something in your ears, a little something in your hand, a little something that you might be able to take and apply to your life, whether it's a bit of wisdom or instruction. And you know the Bible say only fools despise that. Now listen up for this nugget. How about this? A message from the late, great gospel singer, Mahalia Jackson. Paul said, forget things that are behind us and press on to a higher cause. And I believe that God is able to solve this problem. Checky Nuggies. The scripture that Mahalia Jackson is referring to in that quote is in Philippians chapter 3 and it's verse 13 through 14. I'm going to read it to you real quick. Uh, Philippians chapter 3 verse 13 to 14 in the King James Version says, Brethren, I count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. Okay. And um. This was Paul talking. That's why Mahalia Jackson said, Paul said, forget the things that are behind us. Oh, I love listening to that. I love listening to the voices of um, these people from the past. I just wanted to remark on that verse real quick, that scripture, because um, that's my backup for why I feel the way I feel about letting things go from the past and pressing forward. It's literally written in the Bible that that's what we ought to do to get to that higher prize, which is being able to fulfill your purpose. The reason why you were put onto this earth and forgetting can be very difficult, especially when there are people around who want you to remember That's something that we deal with whenever a person starts a journey of change. I want to change. I've dealt with enough things in my life to let me know that I need to. I know it's possible because my great-grandmother who raised me, studied me, learned me in that word of God. So I know how change is possible. And I find, for me at least, I have to go through the Holy Ghost. I have to go through Jesus. I have to go through the religion of my ancestors, because that's where my inheritance is. That's where there has already been stock placed for me. I use scripture 
Christian teachings and of course other resources, but for my spiritual well-being, for my heart and soul, it's going to be them scriptures that get to me. That's going to really rock me and propel me to changing for the better. That's where I'm at. That's what I'm doing. And I clearly have been on a path to change and be a better person and live a better life before. However, this time around, it's just a little different for me because I finally have the right tools to do this correctly and to avoid the distractions. The main distraction that affects me is guilt. When I dwell on the past, I feel guilt. In the past, I've had my hand in some dog shit chat. And so that's just what it is. I don't like thinking about the way I was then. Not now, not when I'm trying to change, not when I'm trying to turn away from that. And I find that when you look at who you've been that you want to change from, parts of that person you still desire. There are parts of Black Betty, who I call my lower self, that I like. She really is quick to call somebody out for their junk. She is disarming in the way she is so righteous she doesn't hold back when she's ready to let somebody know how she truly feels and this this can be hard for a lot of people to take let me just put it like that but it's necessary though i don't want to be the person who is always in all these beefs and drama filled crap with people i do need a little bit of black betty to help me navigate the new me because the new me is still someone who needs to practice setting boundaries, practice being clear with people, practice, you know, being authentic. You are now listening to Be Myself and I. I'm BB. Get any less talk. I'm in transition. I'm in transition. I'm trying to get myself together. I really just don't want any more of the yuckiness from my past and as i'm trying to move away from it i have to avoid the ways that i'm drawn back to it one of the things that knocks me off of my path when i'm on a spiritual journey trying to do better be better i is when people start popping up when i get to a good stride and people start popping up and saying you know remember this remember that uh recently I have been getting a lot of that because when I first started to, you know, okay, let me try to get myself together. I started apologizing to people. And, you know, I find that a lot of people want you to kiss the ass when you apologize to them. And I just wasn't having fun doing that. So I cut that out and just got back in my scripture. And that's kind of, you know, that's my core for fixing me. It's going to have to be scripture. But anyway, I keep getting these having these correspondences with people where they see, hey, look, she's feeling better. She's doing better. Now let me unload this crap on her. And it's typically something about something I posted last year or something, uh, information about somebody who I had it out with last year. And, you know, one of the people who really hurt me last year had ended up going to jail a few months after, um, they did what they did to me and man so many of my viewers were sending me the information about it they just really wanted me to know look what happened to your enemy and you know <sighs> i just do a lot better when i don't have much influence from outsiders while i love my platform and i love speaking on it and and i love that you know i know i'm helping and inspiring some daggone body 
I don't really like the feedback. Of course, you know, criticism is criticism is fine, but I don't necessarily need to hear from people who like to hear from me. Artistry is just a complicated thing because you can't control your audience. You can't control the people that like what you put out. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder and so somebody find your stuff good for them and then the next person thinks it's trash. It's just what it is. If you really enjoy your art, you continue to do your art because your art is a labor of love. I know these things I do as far as on the social media front are labors of love because they just ain't making me no money. And I got to be honest that I'm frustrated at this point. It's been five years of making music, of talking, of public speaking, of going live, and I ain't seen a big bruiser check yet. And so I get frustrated, but I know it's a labor of love because I can't stop. I continue. Um, so lately I've been getting these messages from people about times when I wasn't at my best, times when I was upset, and it's just been affecting me. You know, most recently somebody shared something with me and they pretty much let me know that they were in a court proceeding because of one of my posts. That makes no sense to me. I have no idea why that would be, but I can't even begin to put any concern towards that because one of the things that happened when I was more popular last year in my hometown, when I was making videos, posting all the time, when I had the care and concern and love of the people in my city before I lost it, was there were a lot of people who watched me and screenshot everything I post, print everything I post, screenshot, print, share, talk about, all behind my back. I was struggling to get the likes and, and shares that I needed to monetize my videos, but when I would walk out in the street, everybody got something to say. I happen to know that there are people right now in my hometown, so many thousands of them, with my posts saved in their phone from a page that I have deleted completely. And so when this person jumped in my inbox and in my email inbox, child, talking about, hey, do you have your original post? I'm being accused of posting this. I, oh Lord, child, I had to stomp down that lower self because don't send me nothing like that. I don't know what you got going on and I don't got nothing to do with it. My name Bennett, I ain't in it. I was ugly last year. I was so ugly and I'm moving away from it and I'm healing and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to right my wrongs. But what I'm not going to do is allow a bunch of strangers to continually pull me back down every time I get a leg up. That has happened so many, many times in my journey. Just, okay, you're, you're doing your thing and most people don't like you, but now everybody like you and they're telling you what to do. So, okay, let me try to do what they say because they like me now. Because now I'm in these little elite little cliques in Charleston now. Because now I'm talking to these other business owners and people can't, and I'm changing my whole aesthetic and then I just lost it. Couldn't even produce didn't even know how to make stuff no more. I just lost the whole thing. I hope you just enjoyed this episode of Be Myself and I by The Betty Show, the podcast with me, BB. And um, share my podcast and subscribe, man. And tell your friends to subscribe too. And, and help me, man. And share my podcast. All right. Bye. Thank you.